0: Alright, welcome to the first recording session of the Through the Hidden Door podcast. To start with, this is going to be the first actual play session. Before we start, I'm going to go through the group, have them describe their character, and maybe ask them a question to get your used to listen to their voices and recognizing who they are. To start with, Ryan, how about you introduce us to yourself by answering,
1: who is your favorite superhero and why? Oh yeah, I was supposed to think about that question. Um... Don't I was all the magic. I was all ready to uh, like answer what my character looked like, and I had picked out a superhero name now. Oh, but, uh, what's what's your name? The superhero name I picked was Nix. oh Oh, Nix. is that with like an X? Like Stevie Nix? Uh, with Richard Nix. N- 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 no, no. <laughs> <not>. no. <laughs> my superhero is now Richard Nixon. <laughs> 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 Let's go again from the top.
0: (laughs) That'll be a blooper. Ryan, how about you introduce yourself by answering who's your favorite superhero and why?
1: Okay, I'm Ryan, my favorite superhero and or supervillain. Sure. Uh, I kind of want to just lean towards the Joker because he's a lot of fun. Um, I like Captain America out of the Marvel stuff. You only uh. have one Ryan. <laughs> Scott uh-huh. looks so disgusted. I like Captain America. Glare. He <laughs> <laughs> has to sound
2: everything out because he can't see it. <laughs> Evil stare at Ryan. Oh All boy. right. Do you I like that one long.
1: dumb Spider-Man villain. It's just. Like the void or something? Is Why do you just keep on picking spawn? ones at random? Pick one! One! Is that one? The spot? Don't just start the super scroll, cause the... he's got all the powers? My super
2: my favorite superhero is the
0: Fantastic Four. Alright, alright, calm down everyone. Holster your bits. <laughs> the
3: Fantastic Four. Ryan?
0: How about you now go on and...
3: the X-Men? How about
0: Marvel! <laughs>
4: <laughs> the entire
1: Marvel it's not Captain Marvel universe. like they're all of them no. Marvel oh, my <laughs> favorite
0: superhero is Matter Eater Land Matter Eater Land
1: Ryan no Bruce Willis from Unbreakable
4: <laughs> <laughs> no wait no 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 Santa <laughs>
0: Santa <laughs>
3: I thought you were just about to unplug Ryan's mic. I that's what was happening. <laughs>
0: How about we move forward to uh, who are you playing and what do they look like?
1: Okay, so my character is Franklin Holmes. Like I said, his superhero name, which I now picked out, is Nix. He's a black guy. And when I say black, I've decided that he is utterly devoid of any sort of... Like, he sucks in light because his power is power negations so.
3: so so he's not african-american he's literally black he's literally pitch black, black. Literally, pitch yeah, black. Pitch black. okay
4: that's yeah. what color are his eyes i'm thinking white just. just kind of glowy
1: white or Ooh. just white like eyes like white
3: like no pupil or anything do they glow
1: i'm thinking just plain old white but i not not that they glow because he's he sucks in all sorts of okay. they basically white, glow
2: because so. he's all oh, nothing there it's so it's home. just like
1: wait that's fair he's sort of that's just silent. like a shadow and in for a silhouette that has clothes on it. The clothes being a sleeveless hoodie and obnoxious yoga pants. Like yoga too pants. tight. <laughs> no, forward. I was I was obnoxious as in like I'm they're tempted to put like a superhero on the yoga pants, but it's not him. I like
3: the idea of <laughs> obnoxious yoga pants. The fact yes, that it obnoxious
1: would... yoga pants. I don't entirely know what's on them, but they're obnoxious. <laughs> Tie dye. I was, I was kind of thinking maybe tie-dye or like I said or just an image that's just repeated like pink camo cats it's just an entire cats. thing of cats I could see like, cats Cats can be just obnoxious. something dumb like cats that Space cats <laughs> and I think that's all for description alright oh I didn't really think
3: of shoes that's okay uh, I you was mean, half tempted
1: to do Crocs maybe but...
3: oh that would be really obnoxious
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they with wouldn't so- stay on very no with... toe shoes that's what it was toe I was shoes. gonna go with toe shoes okay.
2: with socks on so it doesn't make any sense why they're still on no it's too <laughs> uncomfortable
0: <laughs> unless they're toe socks they could be toe socks that is true <laughs> stockings <laughs> so John uh, yes. introduce yourself Who are your, who's your favorite superhero or villain and why
2: Okay, my name is John, and my favorite superhero would be Spider-Man, because he has a lot of cool powers, and he's also really relatable in like going in debt and stuff like that. I think that's what makes him so cool, because he does really cool stuff while still being a poor college student slash high school student. And then, so my, what my character looks like?
0: Character, who are you playing what do they look like?
2: Okay, my hero name would be Dark Star. His actual name is Dr. Carl Young. He actually, he's close to graduating from college because he's super smart, still in high school age. Wait, what is he graduating with? Psychology.
1: Okay. I, I was yeah. going to say,
3: assume, yeah. assuming a doctorate, since yeah. he's already a doctor.
2: Yeah. Well, and Carl Jung. I, don't, I haven't decided what like college he's going to. How he looks is he's going to be about, I would say, 5'10". White, black hair, kind of scooted back. Almost like a Superman cut, except not with a swirl. He has glasses, but his skin is cracked where it glows purple underneath the skin. And his eyes are always glowing purple.
3: Ooh. One... Very bright and shining character, and then another character devoid of all lights. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anything else?
0: If that's all you have to say, then we can I'm move still, on.
3: I'm still trying
2: to think of his like hero costume. That's his like civilian costume. Sure. I should say what he normally wears is button-up shirt, collar, a vest, and khakis with dress shoes all the
4: time. Professor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, some doctor <clears throat>
0: Sounds good. So, Scott, how about you introduce yourself? Who's your favorite superhero or villain and why?
3: Okay, I'm Scott's favorite superhero is probably going to be Captain America. I have, I think the first comic book I ever had was of Captain America, and I've just loved every rendition of him, even the more modern ones, just what he stood for, where his origins, where he came from nothing, and it's just always appealed to me, and I like the righteous leader aspect of him and fighting for justice just because. And America. And America.
0: And the world. Alright, so Tale who are you playing for and us and what do they look like?
3: So I am playing the hero role called the Bull. And the character's civilian name is Miles. And his hero name, he goes by Breach. His look is he's going to be... You know a teenage teenage male african-american in ethnicity he doesn't really have a costume but what he wears would be similar would be some of like the clothes that he had when he was in the military like experimental project so it would be like a standard issue t-shirt and camouflage pants that he wore with like combat boots and that's just always been his identity so he doesn't really have the need to dress flashy in a costume and that's just how he's always wore himself through like combat and
1: with the dog tags i'll say yeah with dog tags like like over the shirt or under the shirt or we'll say over the shirt okay
0: cool cool continuing on down our next player is gabby i think the listeners can follow the pattern so if you want to answer the questions yeah
5: favorite superhero probably deadpool probably some of the very few comics that i've ever read in my life like i've read like brief sections from other superhero comics, but Deadpool was really the first one that I sat down and actually opened and read like cover to cover. Plus I really loved the fourth wall breaking. My character is superhero named Pandora, but her actual name is Esmir Sirkesh. She is the outsider from the Pandora cluster. And she, at least in the facial region, looks rather human. However, the big noting details is that her face and all the rest of her skin is red and her hair is dark white. Ooh. And her eyes are regular human shaped, but they are yellow in color. And instead of having eyebrows, she has tattooed... Uh, I guess you could call them eyebrows, but it's like dots that are tattooed where the eyebrows should be. She enjoys human piercings, so her lip is pierced and she has human gauges because she really enjoyed the way that they look. She has on her body Her legs are slightly from the knee down bent, uh, curved backwards. And on the backs of her arms and the backs of her legs, she has bone like tendrils, I guess is the best way to describe them that come out, kind of come out at an angle. She wears her skin tight space suit most of the time, which is white and purple and blue with a blue cape coming off of the back. However, she also enjoys human attire, but she is stuck in the nineties when it comes to that.
3: The best era to be stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Nineties child.
4: It's like all the superheroes were planning to go on a ski trip.
5: She hasn't quite caught up
0: yet. I like it. Sounds kind of
4: intimidating.
0: <laughs> so our last player for this game will be Ian. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
4: I'm Ian, playing the doomed. In tandem with everyone else, I... Jeez. It's so hard to pick a superhero that I like. I like so many. I tend to lean towards... The superheroes that actually don't have powers. They're just kind of regular humans that have honed their skills and their minds to basically be superhuman, like Black Widow, Batman, of course. Those types of heroes are typically my favorite. Uh, can't really choose one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're playing something very different from I, that.
4: I am playing something very different from that. I do like heroes with powers. Anyway, to go into more description, I suppose, about that... Again, I'm playing the doomed. She, if we want to recall, is a shifter. She prefers to be in the form of a girl, a woman, but she can change her appearance to look more masculine. But typically, most of the time, she wears a pretty skin-tight suit. It's going to be sleeveless, but her right hand is going to have one of those fingerless gloves that kind of, it's like a cuff around your hand that your thumb pokes through. But that's going to go all the way up almost to her shoulder, but just on one hand because, you know, she has to keep that imbalance to keep things interesting for people. <laughs> She'll have a choker and it will have a gem in the middle that's blue. A lot of her gear is going to be accented in blue, including her hair. And she will also have a type of like shoulder cape slash scarf that she can use to... Do the whole anime thing where she wraps it around her face so she can kind of like hide herself from the world, kind of a thing.
1: Wait, which side is the scarf on? Um, it can be on any side.
4: There oh, just okay. will be a tail of the scarf on one side or another, just however she decides. Oh, like, to... like
1: an Assassin's Creed
3: kind of yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of chicish and
1: in...
4: yeah oh.
0: from
3: Smash yeah, Bros. Yeah.
4: Okay. It's just there for looks, flair, and so she can you know wrap it around her face or whatever. What else? I believe you forgot to say her name. Oh, yeah. So her real name, well, what most people, like her mother, would call her Libby. Um, a lot of her friends tend to call her Libby, but her superhero name, I'm sticking with Libidine, even though I pronounced it technically incorrectly, <laughs> as it is supposed to be pronounced libidine, libidine in Latin. But I like the way Libidine sounds... And as it's just a hero's name anyway, I'm going to stick with it. So Libidine is her hero name.
0: All right. And with that, let's get into the
4: adventure. Hooray!
1: I roll for turn order!
4: Oh, okay.
0: That's something I forgot to mention. There is no turn order. It's very freeform. Try to be fair and let everyone play, and I will try to direct that also. But there's no official initiative system.
3: Okay.
4: Oh, I might have forgotten to mention that my character is Hispanic. Looking okay. Skin tone, wise. very
3: very diverse. I'm glad we're not all just we are very Caucasian diverse. male you know, females.
4: You know, human, human, alien, space matter, <laughs> 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 a black hole. <laughs>
3: if yeah, if Ryan's character is a black hole, John, then you might as well be a supernova. Yeah, that's true.
0: At the start of session, I put one point of team into the team pool, so I have that marked down. Oh, also, just so you guys know, describe everything as you would, but the book kind of advises you to think of it in terms of looking like a comic book. So if you want to describe panels and stuff, if that's what you feel like, go for it.
4: Okay. Panels. This isn't live action. Uh, I'm thinking comic book movie.
0: That's fine also, or cartoon series.
3: It's like it's depending on how we do it, it. It could be like one of those comic books that feels really thick, and then you open it, and like ten of the pages are just one panel. Yeah, <laughs> or a pop up book. Or pop up. Uh, and then yeah. I
2: punch him, and you have to pull the
4: tab. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't. Bah! <laughs>
3: I can't say I've ever read a pop up book comic book. I would though. That'd be <laughs> so cool.
1: No, what, are the, what about one of those flip books? He just flips it oh, yeah. really fast and it animates. <laughs> That's just a
3: movie. That's the DMD combat.
0: Our scene opens with a shot of the city. In the middle of the shot, there is a large building which reads Museum of Super Science. The next panel is of an explosion bursting forth from the museum.
1: Wait, why is this super science? Is there, is there more science, science beyond science? science?
3: Everything science in of comic books heroes? is super. Or science of superpowers? I mean, would it
1: still be the Museum of Science? Yeah, no. And it just has a superhero. No, I'm studying super
2: psychology. <laughs> exactly. See, it's like you just...
1: <laughs> it's better
2: than
0: normal psychology. A, well, super psychology is the psychology of superheroes. There you go. Ooh. So super science would be sciences involving superheroes.
1: I still feel like it should it's be like the Museum Latinx. of Science and then have a section for, for superheroes or something.
3: The delinquent doesn't get to name...
1: yeah i can i'm gonna take some graffiti go to your shady corner super part
0: (laughs) we cut to inside of the building there is a man he is probably in his late 30s or early 40s he is caucasian he is wearing some bits of technology on his arms and legs but he is wearing a spandex costume under that with a just so deep cut, V, just all the way down to the stomach. I hate him already. He's very toned.
3: <laughs> nice.
0: And he is holding a group of goers to the museum hostage using his telepathy gauntlets.
3: Telepathy,
0: telepathy
2: gauntlets? gauntlets. <laughs> I meant
0: telekinesis gauntlets, but I'm dumb, so whatever. We'll just say he named them wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's not very good at this whole super science thing. <laughs> That's why um, he held up as everybody. He has, as he you. has these hostages
0: <laughs> he held that. down with his psychic powers emanating from his gauntlets, he is grabbing pieces of technology that are on display. You guys enter the scene. Please go around and well yeah, dis- decide if you're going in as like just a group or if you're arriving in different ways. You are an established team. This is not your first time teaming up.
1: So I'm going to come in from the roof. So after defiling the sign. It said super science, tends I'll just say the Museum of Science. I'm going to sneak in via the roof. I love how roof. you're like the
0: most anti-rebel rebel.
2: <laughs> how dare they say super science? Just like with whiteout. And you're like, ha
1: ha ha! That'll <laughs> anyway, show up! <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry not for helping. interrupting. So yeah, I'm just sneaking in through the, the fire exit on the roof All to right. get down into the building.
3: I'm going to probably say, for breach, I'm going to run full speed through the rotating door and it's just gonna explode and shatter into a million pieces and i skid to a halt dislodging tiles and creating somewhat of like a crevice in the floor and i'll just kind of wipe the rubble and glass from my shirt and just be like still gotta work on stopping
1: i was hoping for the kool-aid band, like <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
3: just, <woo! laughs> i'll do that next just so time hype. i smash through a wall how about that
4: it's gotta get hype all right, I'm going to be kind of sneaking in as kind of our head of the team, our, our charging uh, leader. Has, ram. Yeah, the ram has just <laughs> burst through the door, creating a commotion. I'm going to slip in using my body transmutation. Oh, wait,
1: did we know about the hostage situation inside of the museum? I'm assuming we did since you started with that. But The explosion
0: is what would have probably attracted everyone, but you're trained, so if you guys investigate, okay, wait, bursting in. There was an explosion at the museum I described.
1: Oh, I missed that part. I you just were, were too busy
0: fuming about it being super science. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use body transmutation to kind of become almost like shadow-like. Very, that's like, my stick. Very two-dimensional. I'm going to slide across the walls, a uh, platformer or something. <laughs> and I'm going to try and just get a better Legend view of like, what's going on yeah, in the well, room. All right. Link Between Worlds. That's um, a good example. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, the other two have introduced how they're entered. I will probably have you roll to assess the situation.
4: Sounds good to me. Okay.
0: I think I'm going to just sort
2: of walk behind Breach. Just like very slowly and nonchalantly and just be like, oh, Breach. Such an extravagant way of entering, as always. As I'm using my uh, gravity powers to kind of like clean all the debris that he just wreaked. So I'm pu- putting it in like a neat pile.
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Also, I love that.
5: (laughs) Since I have my alien ship, I'll probably go in through the roof with Franklin. And just come up My through behind him after he bursts in.
3: You have a burst ship. Burst in together. You je- have a ship. I'm jealous. Why did I have to run is it, here? Is like, it big
4: enough for all of us? To or is it like just you? Trans- or is it just like your own sneak?
5: I could probably ship. fit like one or two other people, but not a full team. Squeeze me! In. It, it was an alien spacecraft specifically meant for me to get the prisoner that I was trying to get.
3: Ah, okay.
2: I'm gonna ride on that ship, <clears throat> except it's not gonna be inside. I'm gonna ride on the tail like Sonic. And
4: the tornado and just stand on the back. <laughs> Cosmic castaway has to be playing though when you write Cosmic it.
0: Cosmic castaway. Yeah. Copyright. I want
4: a Sonic Copyright. Song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't sing that. Hey, hey, hey. Thirty seconds.
3: Thirty we have, seconds. We have thirty seconds. Okay. I
4: thought it was ten seconds. <laughs> Shh We did like one
0: second. <laughs> was, either way it's still good. So Libidine. Libidine A. Go Whatever. ahead and roll your 2d6 and add 2D6, your, your 2 d being for assist the, su- assess the situation.
2: <laughs> oh, good. RDM, everyone.
4: Let's minus one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a total of six minus one, so I have a five. That will be a failure. Yay. Yeah. Mark potential.
0: <laughs> Yay, first
2: failure.
4: <laughs> of many. Here. Potential?
3: Yeah.
0: Just check one off. Of many. You're gonna to want to be able to erase them, so don't mark it too deep. Mark, don't, don't
1: mark it too don't deep. what you do? Just really
0: quick. <laughs> so you aren't able to detect anything of more use than simply that this guy is here and he's clearly a super villain. He's um, full of himself.
3: That is also obvious. I feel like with the deepest, the deepest of V's that he has in his shirt, he needs a really good evil laugh.
4: Oh. <laughs>
1: Perfect, perfect. I love that line. Uh,
3: <laughs> uh, not the one I would have picked, but I don't know if I can top that, honestly. As
0: you all burst in, he says, Ah, a team of new superheroes. Well, you'll, you'll stand no chance against fatal attraction.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Ian's trying not to vomit. Man down! Man down! He
0: raises a gauntlet towards the, the group that burst in through the wall, and you feel some force starting to, to push against you. It's nothing overwhelming yet, but he's just kind of displaying
1: his his control over the situation. What kind of force? You said fatal attractions, so I'm immediately thinking that it's like... Lethal? No, I'm thinking like you guys are going to start making out now or something. That's... The... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. Just, I think it's more telekinetic than yeah, persuasive.
0: So how do you guys react? Hmm. What are the
2: actions that we can do again? Can we just do anything right now? or Just
0: describe what your character does. If I feel that a move has been triggered, I'll call for you to roll for it.
2: Okay, well, because this would definitely be a move because I want to reverse the gravity of his pull. So basically he's pulling us towards him, but I want to reverse gravity so that it's reversing that pull.
0: I think that would be unleash your powers, which would be a roll plus your freak. And I don't know if you have a move that changes what you do with that, but I bet you just have a high freak as uh, the Nova. I'm a freak! All okay. right.
5: Uh... Get your freak on. Super,
2: super freak. Super freak. You're a super freak. Nine plus two, that's 11.
0: All right, that is a full success. Yay! Nice. On a 10 plus. <laughs> 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 <The frog. laughs> on a 10 plus you accomplish whatever you were trying to do so go ahead and describe
2: so as he's putting his hand out and i feel the slight tug but as soon as i feel that my eyes are going to glow a little bit like more of a vibrant purple and it's basically just going to not do anything all right and so, so he's just can... going to stand there with his hand looking like a moron yep <laughs>
0: Which he is not happy about. Yay. <laughs> as we enter combat, I'm going to say that's the start of combat. We're going to do the when you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team mechanic. So I'm going to start by adding two more team. After adding two team to the pool, I'm going to need your group to decide who is the leader of this combat.
3: You want me to be the leader? I say the bull. Okay. He
4: he leads the charge every time. He is everyone okay entrance. with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah.
2: let's go with <laughs> Make that a common theme of who can make the best entrance? <laughs> <is> the <leader. laughs>
4: hey,
3: that, I like it. Yeah, like it. we got two people, so everyone's gonna try like try to one up each other. <laughs> but then once we get into it, our entrances are gonna be legendary. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. legendary.
1: not the actual battle, just, just the, the entrance. We're like, <laughs> gonna yeah, do oh. a superhero landing, superhero <laughs> landing. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> unnecessary. Now that you've chosen who your leader is, does the leader have influence over every teammate? Yes. You all chose influence at the start. I believe that you he, have he did have influence. influence over everyone. Yeah. You influence everyone
5: me. has influence over me anyway. So. To do drugs.
3: <laughs> Sorry. I'm afraid.
0: So, <laughs> since you have influence over everyone, we add another team to the pool. Nice. Scott, mm-hmm. please tell us out of character what your character's purpose in the fight is. What's your goal?
3: I think. I
0: bring the pain, <laughs>
3: <laughs> bring the hurt. <laughs> I think my goal in the fight is going to be, I guess, just to stop Fatal Attraction with whatever it takes. But he's going to try to focus on not harming the civilians who are held Hodges right now. So he wants to, he wants to stop him, but All right. he's going to try to maybe cause not so much collateral damage.
0: So we're going to go in a circle with everyone else. Is your purpose in the fight also to stop Fatal Attraction without hurting the innocents? Yeah. Yes. Is your goal the same? Mostly. Mostly. Define mostly.
5: I want to put more precedence over saving the civilians.
0: Okay.
4: And I'm the opposite of that. I want to put more precedence in stopping this... Fatal, fatal Attraction. attraction. <laughs> <laughs> I you think use the names. are close
0: enough that we'll say yes and add the extra team. Nice.
2: Yay. Let's... Add another one to the team by doing a
0: group high five. <laughs> yes, Lord! <laughs> oh, that'd be great, but that's not a rule. <laughs> does anyone <laughs> Jumping high tr- C. Does anyone mistrust the leader? Not yet. No? I do. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, <laughs> plot twist. Yep, not yet. Right. Is, the, it, is that a, a mechanic? Don't remove a team because everyone trusts you.
1: Got it. No, wait, can you mistrust yourself? Is that
0: you? Probably could, but I don't think that his character actually
1: does. Okay, so there's no, there's no like penalties for lack of confidence.
0: Well, there are conditions for that. For example, if you felt insecure, which is one of the conditions, you'd have a small
3: uh, penis. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I actually kind of want to discuss that because the whole kind of size. Not that. <laughs> the the whole like let's, let's doubting doubting yourself as the leader kind of thing not that I'm not saying like I'm gonna outright doubt myself in the ability to lead the party but. Kind of the whole backstory and motivation for the character, for me at least, is that he wants to prove that he's not just a wrecking machine, not just a weapon, but he's not sure if he can control it yet. So he, in like trying to rank, reel in his power and being able to not cause collateral damage, he's not sure if he can and might end up causing more.
0: For now, that's not going to be mechanical unless you would honestly say your character mistrusts himself as a leader. No, no. Okay, then we don't take away that team for okay. mistrust. Just wanted to be sure. Last one Do you guys feel your team was ill prepared for this battle? I'm leaning towards no because no. you knew it was a fight you were heading towards. Not at all.
3: I was ill prepared for the revolving door, but.
0: <laughs> Smacked you on the more ball. like <laughs> it was ill prepared <laughs> for you. <laughs> Alright, so right now the team pool has five points in it. Remember that you can use team to bolster allies by helping and adding a plus one on their roll, even after Mm. they've rolled. Or you can use team selfishly to shift your labels around, even after a roll to influence the roll you made. Okay. I use all five (laughs) to
2: tie my shoes.
0: (laughs) Epicly! (laughs) So, the fight starts... Fatal Attraction sees your eyes start to glow and notices that what he's doing is not having an effect. So he focuses more power on Darkstar. He is going to attempt to pin you to a wall telekinetically. Okay. You guys will all see as Darkstar starts sliding off to the side towards a wall. What happens? What does anyone do? It can be Darkstar who reacts, but it's also okay if it's someone else.
4: I have an idea.
0: And also you don't have to directly respond to this of course. You could someone could be sneaking over to rescue the hostages while he's distracted. Right. I do have an idea. Well, okay. and I had a
1: quick question. Like I partially I kind of wanted to uh, make my character like partially incorporeal as in like has a small ability to pass through things. Is that pushing powers too far or is that
0: Um that's not pushing powers too far if it's Fairly new, you might have to roll Unleash Your Powers as you're getting control of it. So what what's
3: your I, idea? Yeah. Um, That's so what my
4: idea, say. I have psychic constructs as an ability. And the way my character is going to use that, imagine it like the Green Lantern's ring. like He can create something to s- smash people with or whatever. The way I'm going to have Libby kind of use it is by creating chains and like bindings on people at mm, first mm, okay. as a means of tying them down. Uh, crowd control type stuff. So I would like to shoot a psychic chain out towards Ooh. the uh, the guy's wrist. fatal attraction. His his fatally attractive gauntlets. <laughs> <laughs> I always like, oh, just keep on making you say his name. <laughs>
3: attraction. Fatal attraction. Yes, up, yes. Mm. I don't. Him. Yeah. It's a weird name. I that don't is, like him. That is the thing we are fighting. <laughs>
0: it's almost like I made a joke villain to start the thing out or something. Weird. So, so that would be directly engaging a threat. Ooh. So please roll your 2d6 and add... Freak! I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
4: I think my only Danger.
3: Danger, Will okay. Robertson. Danger's
4: pretty good.
1: Danger, Danger zone.
0: A 10 is a complete success. A 7 ooh. to 9 is a partial success. Okay. That's 9 and 10.
3: Very nice. Very
0: good. So... On a ten, pick two. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity Ooh. for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. You'll get two of those. Note that because it's directly engage a threat, if you don't choose resist or avoid their evade their blows, you will also be marking
4: a condition just like he will be. Because he's like fighting back. Yes. Okay. I suppose the most fitting thing, because it's uh, the way I'm trying to envision and describe it, is it is a psychic chain that is supposed to prevent him from moving. I suppose I would be opening up an opportunity for some of my team to be able to take him down by binding his wrist gauntlets kind of to the floor with chains.
0: All right. So one of yours is create an opportunity for your allies.
4: And the other one, I guess, is I'll avoid. All right? right. Dodge or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I'm not mm, big. I'm, no. a, I'm a squishy so, mid lane carry, please. <laughs> <laughs> please?
0: Um, go ahead and describe how that looks. I believe he's going to mark angry as his condition he takes from you doing that.
4: Okay. So the way a lot of my magic is going to work is I have um, set some tattoos that are. In different places on my body, especially on my arms, it's mostly just, it's not really pictures, it's more like script of some language. probably devil or demonic or something um, that the succubus caretaker has written on my body. So from those, that's kind of where a lot of my powers come from. So it's gonna shoot kind of an energy looking thing from the letters on, on my arm. And it's gonna shoot out, It's it's gonna be probably just a blue kind of teal color. And it's gonna just kind of look like a chain. I kind of get to decide whatever it looks like. Because it's created from my mind, <laughs> so it's gonna be just a chain with you know a shackle that locks onto his wrist and connects to the floor. Oh, nice! So a blue tealish chain is now connected to. The so place.
3: it's it's something visible. So like the rest of us can, can see, see it. it. You okay. guys can see it. Yeah. Okay.
4: <clears throat> he
0: lashes out angrily towards you, but you evade or resist the blows. He shouts out, "Nothing's tying me down." And he starts slamming telekinetically against just surfaces. You manage to withstand any force he's throwing at you. But suddenly, a large wave of telekinetic force hits the ceiling. Large cracks form in the roof. Uh Uh-oh. And a chunk of debris starts falling towards some of the civilians. Oh, no. Okay. What do you do? Someone.
3: Well, I think on that note, seeing the debris falling towards the civilians, I am going to use one of the character moves that I have. It's called There When It Matters. And I'm going to intentionally like throw myself towards the hostages and defend them from the debris falling on them. Do you want me just to read like the description of that move?
0: Sure, that would be helpful.
3: Okay, it says here, when you defend someone, you... Uh, On a hit, you can hold one instead of choosing from the list. Spend your hold when they are in danger later to arrive on the scene ready to help.
0: All right. So hold is a mechanic that essentially means in video game terms, it's essentially that you have like a stack of something that you can use later. Oh, okay. So it's instead of having to immediately use the effects, you can hold one and then use it later. Got it. Okay. Essentially. So you're going to defend them. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless you have a move that changes what you defend with, roll plus savior. Okay, yeah, it doesn't change anything. So okay. that Loving is a nine. nine,
3: and I got a plus one, so that's a ten. All right, Loving very good. Ten. Let's nice. go!
0: On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Add team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. You don't have a condition, so Pick that, that one. one's off the table.
2: You shall take influence over the civilian. That's kind
3: of actually what I was
0: thinking. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Um, Sorry, the, not so <laughs> the book recommends if you you're saving plan. like a group of people that, and you take influence over them, you might just describe someone important or interesting in the crowd that you happen to save and take influence over that person specifically. Okay. Um, so if you want to come up with someone or I, I could probably come up with someone if you're stuck for an idea.
3: I'll say among the people who were hostages against fatal attraction, I'll say one of them would just be like, maybe... A security guard or like the front desk clerk of the museum that was directly under a big piece of debris that was falling and they would be the ones that you know i blocked the debris from so the influence that i'll use towards that is you know after i like shield the debris i'll kind of say to them you know we're gonna we're gonna take it over from here get everybody out as quickly as you can
0: sounds good so do you want to throw any more flavor on the defense or are you good
3: Just for flavor, I'll say like with the debris falling, I kind of like brace myself over the people who were directly threatened by it. So it lands on me and not them, but it clearly doesn't hurt. Can I
5: interject before you do that?
3: Yeah, go for it. Yes.
5: So I have for one of my abilities is a mind blast. And I'm going to take that to assume that it means that I'm able to use my mind to like force things away.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
5: And so since I also have the ability to fly, I'm like surveying everything from up above when I see the ceiling start to crack. Mm-hmm. And so I fly just below it to where I'm angled to it. And I use the mind blast to push all of the glass toward the walls, not really caring about the consequences of what happens to anything that's in this room.
0: Very cool. Would you say you are defending also? Is that what you're trying to do there? Is a-
5: yes, I'm pushing it away from the crowd.
0: All right, so how about you also roll me your 2d6
3: plus your savior. Well, you got a five plus two, so that's a seven.
5: My savior's only
0: zero.
3: Oh, I was like at superior. Never mind.
4: Now, this is where we could use team point.
0: If you describe how you help, you can take a team, remove a team from the pool to add a plus one to her roll one per everyone who helps.
4: I'm focused on the guy, so don't look for help from me.
0: <laughs> if people want to use team to help her support, then that this would be the time, help her defend, That this would be the time. We should do. So if not, she'll mark potential, and I will describe what happens.
3: I mean, I like the idea of using team. I don't know if I would directly use it because I was already like in the fray, shielding people from falling debris.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was going to keep my focus on the guy. I guess, I'm trying to think what my character do, and... I will note that if you're the only one who helps, it still won't
0: push her to a success. That's true.
3: Is, is that something that I can help with even though I already initiated the defense?
0: Yes, you could. So if two okay. people help her, it'll be a, pass, it'll be a partial success. Okay.
2: I well, take well, if, her, that's, or... if that's the case, then I will indeed because I think as my character I'm more of a uh, strategist of the group because I'm trying to make, I'm trying to look at all angles instead of just focusing on one single angle of the fight. So I think in seeing him pushing me back a little after that, I will be focusing on everything and I will see the debris like the glass flying towards what whatever direction she pushed it. Nah, she pushed it as. So, mm-hmm. as I see them, like, the glass kind of heading in towards a general direction, or is it, like, is it pushing away you need help with?
5: Yeah, it's pushing the glass away.
2: Okay. Blast it. Blast it with your lasers. Uh, with my gravity lasers? <laughs> <laughs> I will begin to help her push it away with the gravity, and then I'll yell out to be like Breach, help me with this.
3: Okay, and then I'll like or like Breach, assistance. <laughs> <laughs> so is is it is it just mainly glass, or is it mostly?
0: She's dealing with the glass. You dealt with deb- like the rock debris. She's dealing with the glass.
3: Okay.
2: So
0: I guess like as the sequence went, it kind of like crumbled first, and then the glass
2: shattered.
3: Okay. Should I help like directly with pushing the glasses aside or should I like try Well, let me ask you this, Eric. It it would me describing it as me helping be like hurrying the people out of the way in That's case some totally of it falls. Nice. Okay, cuz I don't I don't know if I can do a whole lot like moving the glass. Yeah, that that totally counts. Okay, right. so
2: Because I was going to say, I don't really know what your powers do, so I can't really know how you would help. I'm just saying, like, assist, Well, It's it's interesting (laughs) because
3: it says under the description for the Bull's abilities that you're just really powerful and incredibly strong. So just describe what they look like. So I don't even know what they look like yet. You could do the Hulk
2: thing where you, like, clap your hand and a shockwave goes out. you're just like...
3: I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think for this instance, what I'll do is uh, I'm going to kind of pick up two of the patrons, the hostages, a lady and an elderly guy who are straggling behind and like get the rest of them out of the way. So if any remaining debris does fall, that they're, you know, safely out of the way and headed towards somewhere less dangerous.
0: So that will push Pandora's score to a 7, which is a partial success. On a 7 to 9 with defend, you succeed, but it costs you... Expose, choose whether to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Expose myself to danger. I
3: was going to say escalate. <laughs>
0: As Fatal Attraction has been fighting with Libidine, he raises another, his other gauntlet and immediately slams Pandora hard onto the ground. Ooh. I'm going to make a hard move here and say, how about you roll me um, take a powerful blow, which will be roll 2d6, add any conditions you have marked.
5: None. Seven.
0: This is all one. One, you lash out verbally, comma, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, comma, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. Two, you give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, Or three, you struggle past the pain, mark two conditions.
3: Ooh, Ooh. that's a hard choice.
5: What was the second one again?
0: You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity.
5: Hmm, let's do that one.
0: All right, so you are thrown to the ground. It doesn't really hurt you, but it's, you know... Knocks the wind out. It knocks the wind out of you. It's with enough force that the, the ground kind of shakes, and Libidine is concentration is broken by the, you hitting the ground and the ground shaking all of it together the chain disappears he begins to lift up a pile of technology he has grabbed and begins levitating towards a window that has been shattered in the conflict he's what trying do you to
3: do he, he, he's trying to escape is he just getting the stuff he stole out or is he yes. okay
1: now for like getting his attention is like what sort of move would that be? You could do provoke
0: someone, which would be you provoke someone susceptible to your words, say what you're trying to get them to do and roll plus superior, and you could try and force him to do something. That's probably the best move for this, but remember you don't have to like be looking to perform moves. You can just describe what you do. Okay.
1: So I I wanna provoke him. Alright. So when you
0: Uh, provoke someone susceptible to your words, say what you were trying to do- get them to do out of character, then roll plus superior. Or, if you have something else. So roll your 2d6 plus superior. Nine. On a seven to nine,
1: they can choose
0: instead- Oh, you didn't say what you wanted him to do.
1: Oh, I- I, uh, so I'm really just gonna say, Hey sexy, where do you think you're going?
0: (laughs) So out of character, what are you trying to get him to do?
1: Just turn around and focus on me and not leave the building
0: um, on a seven to nine they can instead choose one they stumble you take plus one plus one forward against them they err you gain a critical opportunity or they overreact and you gain influence over them so which of those do you choose?
1: Uh, I'm looking for the overreact
0: you want him to overreact
1: yes I want I want to like, and I want him to be focused on me all right
0: then as he's levitating out, you say this he turns and sees you and says. Are you making fun of me? You're just a pathetic teenager. What can you do? He immediately drops the tech. It falls to the ground because he was lifting it up. Throws a large wave of telekinetic force at you and just launches you backwards hard into a wall. I think you are also going to roll take a powerful blow. So roll plus any conditions you have marked.
1: That's a three.
0: So on a three, you stand strong. Mark potential as normal and say how you weather the blow. And then you will take influence over him, which is the react mechan- overreact mechanic.
1: I was about to say that I was just going to do a sexy eyebrow raise in his direction and just kind of take the blast. But then again, I don't know if my character has eyebrows because he sucks in all light. So... <laughs> I think we're going to stick with that, though. I'm going to go with a sexy eyebrow raise and just gaze deeply into his eyes while completely ignoring the blow. <laughs>
5: Is it like just a raise, or is it like the eyebrow waggle? Ooh.
1: Very, very subtle eyebrow waggle.
3: Here comes the smolder. Yeah.
1: There we go.
2: I like the I like the thing that you're like you can't even see what you're doing. You're just standing there, and you're like, mm-hmm, he sees this. And
1: just like, what are you
2: doing?
0: So now you have influence over him. This means that what you say matters to him, and also mechanically, it means that you get a plus one to any actions you take against him until you lose influence over him. Okay. The rest of you see your friend, you know, stall him temporarily. What do you do?
3: Okay, I think uh after my move to save the civilians, I kind of want to flip the script and directly engage the enemy now. All right. Can uh, I do that as
0: well? Like at the same time or is we can just roll them essentially at the same time unless you're just like helping or something. Okay. There's a couple ways. How about you guys just describe what you're thinking and then we'll decide on the rolls after we know what you're doing.
2: Okay, because I I just wanted to engage him in any way that I could.
0: You both just want to really...
2: Just kind of lay into it, yeah. Well, I've got a little
3: little more, I guess, description on on what I want to do. Because I want to use the other one of my marked abilities. And for the bull, this this ability named is actually uh, pretty humorous because it's called In a China Shop. Mm -hmm. So when I directly engage a threat, I can cause significant collateral damage. To my environment and and choose an additional option even on a miss.
0: In what way are you causing collateral damage when you engage him?
3: Well, I think with him with oh man now I'm forgetting his name. A fatal fatal attraction. attraction. With Fatal Attraction, <laughs> <laughs> you know, attacking both Esmer and Franklin, it's gonna make me.
1: Well, and I did choose the superhero named Nix. Nix, sorry. If you were to use the superhero. Okay, name.
3: I'm gonna put that next to your name so I don't forget it. With him, you know, attacking Nyx and Esmir directly and, you know, kind of hurting them, that's going to make me angry. So I'm going to just kind of like clench both fists, get into like a charging stanchion, just just shake my head and say like, oh, that's it. And I'm going to burst forward and it leaves a crater from where I was standing and I'm just running full speed at Fatal Attraction.
0: And you're doing?
2: And I want to do, I guess, two things in the same thing because I need to charge, but I want to do a move right after the charge because that's what my character does, apparently. Store charges after a roll, and then I can burn those in order to do something.
0: Yep. Extraordinary.
2: Extraordinary. So... Go ahead
0: and roll your 2d6 plus whatever it says to see if you get your charges.
2: Right, it says roll plus conditions you currently have marked.
0: So you have no conditions marked, so just roll and see what you get on 2d6. Okay.
2: I will definitely have conditions after this. It's a good chance. <laughs> no, no, it's guaranteed. I'll have one condition. You could
0: get a 10, and you might not get any.
2: Oh yeah, a 7 to 9, yeah. That's if true. Roll
0: 10, 11, or 12.
2: Alright, so I got a 7, so that means I get to mark one condition. And I hold three charges, or three burns. Yep. So I don't know if you want me to mark the condition myself. You choose
0: which condition you feel is appropriate.
2: Okay, I'm going to mark angry then, because he just hurt, like, three of our teammates. Mm So I'm going to mark that. So that's a negative two to comfort or support or pierce the mask. So
0: you're less good at reading people or helping people because you're just... Angry. Yeah.
2: So I'm gonna my kind of focus is now solely on him. And since that is the case, it says that I'm gonna use Reality Storm, which is you channel your destructive burst to your powers and spend one to directly engage the threat. I will not burn a second one, so there's gonna be collateral damage. Oh boy! From this burst, <laughs> big boom! <laughs> just so destroy this place. That's what I wanted to happen. It's just like we defeat him, but everything
4: gets destroyed so, in the process.
0: We're gonna briefly cut to. Fatal Attraction still focused on Nyx. Nix took influence on him and avoided the blow. So Nyx did this sexy eyebrow waggle, and Fatal Attraction is just going to say, you've got some good moves, kid. If you worked with me, I think we could really get all of the, the attention we wanted, and then it comes flying at him these two other heroes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I want to do, like, a combo attack with you. So, like, (laughs) describe how you're going to attack him since you went first, and I'm going to describe how I follow up
0: with your attack.
3: Okay. So, with me running full bore at him, first, before I describe this, Eric, do I need to roll since I'm engaging him?
0: You will roll your 2d6
3: plus danger. Okay. Well, my danger is plus three, so (laughs) here comes the boom. (laughs) Ready or
2: not. And you get an extra one. Boom from the Yeah.
3: Oh, that's an eight plus three, so... All right. Uh, So,
0: because you got to pick, you get an extra one on a ten plus for you. Pick three: resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. You get three of the four.
3: (laughs) Oh my god! I think I want to surprise him for one of them because he's gonna get. Hit. Sounds good. From out of nowhere. From out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> watch out! Watch from out! From watch around. out! Oh! Oh God! Ding okay.
5: ding ding! Yeah. <laughs>
0: In case you needed to remember. Here the comes list. him
2: snaking and watch out! Watch out!
3: <laughs> so yeah, oh. I'll I'll uh, surprise him because he's gonna get hit with a ton of bricks seemingly out of nowhere, creating also an opportunity for oh. Darkstar's attack. Then I think I'm gonna take the last one as resist or avoid any retaliation that he has against me. Sounds
2: good. So how are you? Oh, okay, the hitting, description. Yeah.
3: So with how like I started, I kind of like lower my shoulder and then burst forward, which made the crater. Okay. And I come I'm coming at him full speed. The way that it looks when I'm using my power is like my body just kind of wells up, and it it doesn't necessarily glow, but it kind of emanates pressure, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then. When I contact like another surface or a being I guess in this case it'll create like a concussive blast not something like explosion or like blast radius but something that makes an audible like concussion in the air and that that'll be (laughs) that'll be the force of my power like unleashing on you know my target Mm -hmm. so I'll run forward to him lower my shoulder and then just like Lay into him with that concussion force, I guess, from the from my character. Okay. So,
0: sorry to interrupt, but one of the things is when a villain gets a condition, they immediately get to act on the emotion they marked. Okay. So you'll still get to do your thing, but I'm going to interrupt in, and real fine. quick. I marked afraid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I would be too. Which means I'm going. Wait, to... Wait, which angle is he coming I'm at though? Because so if, if he's focused on my character. <laughs> And and where where are they in relation to him? Like, which way is he facing? Because if he doesn't see this coming, I don't know if he would be afraid. Well, he's been marked as afraid from getting, like,
0: after the hit happens. Oh, oh, okay. Also, he only has a, li- a limited number of them because he's a weaker villain, and I don't feel that Insecure is as appropriate as Afraid. Oh, my God. Are <laughs> you kidding me
3: with that deep of V? He is not Insecure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's
0: the thing, is because he's very focused on his appearance, Insecure is one of the emotions you guys could afflict on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's trying to he... compensate. Uh... <laughs> no one pierced the mask no one tried to figure out what he who he was dang it nope. so he is Ooh, this should be interesting for description he after landing from this is afraid that more is coming his way which is true so he starts using telekinetic powers to throw up all sorts of technology and stuff in, in his way, just trying to protect himself from what's coming next. So he's just throwing it at random? Like, essentially just, like, creating a, like, wall in front of him. Yeah. Okay. So you're up. Okay. You're going to be creating damage anyway. Right. So I, it's a, it's okay. <laughs> right. So go ahead and start describing, then roll. It's going to be plus danger unless that changes what you use. It does. It to changes freak. to freak. Yeah. All right, so... Then when you'll roll, you'll be rolling 2d6 plus your freak.
2: Right. Okay. So I guess as he lands and he's starting to like try and protect himself, I want to create basically a gravity well on his location so that everything in his vicinity gets pulled directly towards him, (laughs) including all the collateral that that Breach just created. And probably a little bit more of the building will like into itself.
5: Just as long oh. as my ship isn't in that vicinity. Oh, oh it's close yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: rolls under left, six. Where did you park? Is the question. <laughs> Where did you park?
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the gravity well zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yep. The, the Five plus
2: three seven.
0: seven. You <laughs> succeed. Yeah. Partially. Yeah, partially. <laughs> Not the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> On a seven to nine, pick one: resist or avoid their blows, take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition.
2: Mm, I'm going to say on this point that I'm probably... Since I'm kind of angry at him, I'm going to focus solely on him. So I'm going to inflict fear or whatever the other one was—surprise surprise or et cetera, et cetera. fear, etc. Yeah, all right. I'll say fear because he knew something was coming. He just didn't know what.
0: The strike would have put him at his last condition, and if a villain takes a condi- another an additional condition when they don't have any left, which impress surprise or frighten the ex would do, he's out of the fight. Yee-hee.
3: Nice.
0: Hey. Yes. So please describe to the audience your victory over <laughs> Fatal Attraction. Remember that you're not trying to kill him. <laughs> you might have, yeah, no. but you're not trying to. Right.
2: I was kind of picturing like the com- classic comic sort of slash anime thing where he's like completely sort of like bloodied, but just knocked out. Where he's got kind of broken bones here and there, but he's definitely not dead. He's just a right, right of go like, oh God. So oh, oh,
0: <laughs> collapses in on him. Yeah. Um, Because you did not choose to avoid or resist their blows, I will say that as as it's all coming in on him, he tries to just throw up as much force as he can. You are struck by some of the debris he does manage to launch backwards, and you're going to have to mark another condition. Okay. Mm,
2: I will say... Guilty! (laughs) Because now I see all the science... That I have destroyed. Oh. <laughs> all of the super, all of the super all science, of the super science in my wake. I'm like, what have I done? Especially I'm, with all you, the news.
3: You've
1: properly made up. a museum of science. I'm a
2: doctor studying super psychology. Bloody heroes.
3: <laughs> now no one can pick up the Destroy super science museum t shirts and mugs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Not the gift shop. Including the gift shop. <laughs> All those knickknacks flying in his face.
4: As a final goodbye to him, I want to use body transmutation to become sexier than him. Uh, Battling his insecurities. <laughs> yes, he's the final. You defeat. have the
3: right to remain sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>